0: Arcade Perfect Podcast, episode 54. I'm your host, Daz. No tag on this one. I was lucky enough to speak to Darren Doyle from Grey Fox Books. Darren has just uh, recently launched his Kickstarter for the Coin Up Arcade Guide. So, um yeah, we speak about the book and the Kickstarter. This is a long one, guys, so make sure you are. Uh, strap in uh get comfortable grab a cup of coffee or a beer because this is like i said this is a long one but um it's a really enjoyable um real enjoyable chat with darren and it was and i was grateful to actually speak to him great guy and um not only do we talk about the book we talk about like um just 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 trivia uh, arcade trivia and there's so much things i even learned from him so yeah um, enjoy guys and um here we go And uh, with me, I have Darren Doyle, um, and this is regarding a new Kickstarter you have, isn't it,
1: Darren? How are you, firstly? Hiya, hi, hi, Darren. How are you? Not too bad, fella. Yeah. yeah. Good to be back. It was it was a while since, I think. We, we did this before on the on the first book, the uh, Terry Visual History Correct. book. Yeah, 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 we did. Um, it was great to be on. I, I really enjoyed talking about it and all. Uh, gave me a chance to, you know, share my passion for all these things and get that out there. Um, yeah, so um, a project that I've been working on for many, many years, on and off between uh, other projects. A lot of not, not an awful lot of people would know that um, I'm partner with a software distribution company in the UK called BitmapSoft. So that allows us then to market and sell products. On all machines, uh, we will be going into the consoles as well. We're, we're we're going to be looking at Mega Drive and a few other bits and bobs. Nice, nice. That, That's uh, down the road. We're also looking at PC stuff as well, which is incredible. But uh, I've been very busy with that because we've been building it up with my partner Jamie. Um, we've be, we've been building it up uh, to make it, uh, you know, uh, a, 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 an enterprise. Our ethos is all about the developer
2: uh-huh. uh
1: so with with that there's that and then working on uh other stuff as well as working on this new book uh called coin up the arcade guide which features uh i would estimate now about 174 arcade titles
0: that's insane man that's crazy right?
1: um, I am solely writing the book myself. Uh, I don't have any shadow or ghostwriters. I uh, have a proofreader. Uh, he's doing proofreading and editing, a fellow by the name of Andrew Fisher. Uh, oh, which nice. Works.
2: He's, he's great. He's a
1: freelance for a Retro Gamer yeah. magazine. Yeah, yeah. Terrible nice guy. Uh, very, I've got his very Commodore book.
0: I've got his Commodore 64 book from
1: years yeah. ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. A- Andrew is an absolute gentleman. And I met Andrew for the first time in 2009 when I was at a. A gaming event in the uk called retro reunited which was one of the organizers i did all the promotional work for them and also when i was there done yep. filming and stuff like that where the precursor to play expo uh okay. yep. all the ideas we had that we had formulated and decided on became play expo which is a huge event in, mm-hmm. in england one of the biggest actually uh, they do have up to six or seven thousand maybe nine ten thousand people of a weekend uh at their shows um but uh, that's a different story altogether. but i was uh were worked on that but uh so getting back to the project uh it was roughly all these things that i was doing i was doing this in between now the, the history to the kind of arcade book is it actually didn't start out as that it started out as uh uh, being part of a bi-monthly magazine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it, an arcade game picked up, uh, whatever it would be. I wouldn't even get to choose the game. I would probably be told, right, you're doing or this month or you're doing Kung Fu Mass, wherever it was that you were doing. Um, uh, you know, you create the two-page spreads. I was, uh, you know, and I think I, I think I would have opted to write it as well because I really lived those times. I lived throughout the entire 80s uh, it was a huge thing that we used to do back then, before the internet, for mobile phones, for any of that crap that ruined people's social <laughs> gathering yeah. uh, rooms, their social interaction. Like going in, you know, meeting up with your friends, hopping on a bus into the city center, and then doing a tour, an arcade tour. tour right? We're yeah. going to start here, we're going to go there, we're going to go there stop and off at mcdonald's
0: on the on on the way of the, to one or something go have lunch yeah. and go yeah. to another one yeah
1: there, there was yeah. uh there was two prolific places and this is gas because the arcades as you know back then were you know the next gen stuff when you when you seen yeah, indiana yeah. jones or you seen uh whatever it was commando you're there like a paper boy and you're there yeah and then you're you're playing with a couple of pixelated dots or,
2: mm-hmm.
1: <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> no fidelity whatsoever, you know, based on the games we were playing on the 8-bit platforms, Atari the Spectrum's, Commodore 64's, Amstrad's and all that good stuff. But we used to go into town and we'd meet at a place called Cleary's, which was a huge department store. Now, this is gas because it wasn't just about meeting up to go into town. you obviously go to your record shops or... There was no there wasn't even any DVDs. <laughs> no,
0: uh, not back then though. No.
1: Yeah, or or even places that sold videos. Now you had your mm. video libraries. But do you ever remember going to a store where they sold videos as all just for sale?
0: No, not, not in the early eighties, especially because videotapes were meant to be like they costed here about a hundred to two hundred dollars
1: each back in the day when That's they right. first came yeah. out. Yeah. That's right, yeah. I actually used to work in a video library in your man. The guy that used to run it used to get by one copy, yeah. And I said, It's will be back in about two hours. And I said, wait, wait, wait where are you going? Oh, I'm on a mess and around. And then all of a sudden, he'd arrive with 10 copies,
0: they <laughs> ain't you know, duplicated. Oh, well,
1: wow. with, with printed covers, yeah. and printed stickers. And you could tell that it was that cheap, colorful copy on the
2: mean,
1: He was buying one because they were so expensive, and then he was maximizing his profits to get his money back on that release. Oh, good on by him. 10 15 at, at yeah. $2 a video, wherever yeah, it was. Well, yeah. we used to meet up in this place called Cleary's And Clery's was a department store, a huge department store, like Harrods type of idea. Yeah. You know, they're they're yeah. not now, unfortunately. They, they lasted about 40 years, and then they, 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 they disappeared. But they used to have a computer division. Mm-hmm. So what we would do is we go in there, and we'd be looking at Atari STs, Commodore Amigas, Commodore 64s <clears throat> and all this stuff and you have the guys in the short and toy job you know mm-hmm. looking like apple reps like you see now um coming out oh, you need any help so you get to befriend these guys but you're talking about it, and you're also getting to see the latest software yeah so you don't yeah. talking to these guys and then what you do is you'd start there and then you would head over down to this place called eason's which is the biggest um book importer Big book distributor slash magazine distributor. So What are you going to be doing? You're going to be spending twenty minutes in there looking yeah. at all the late computer it, magazines, yeah. Zaps, you know, CU Omega, ST uh, Action, and the One, and all these these awesome magazines that cease to exist. Uh, or maybe once or twice you might do a five finger discount on one of them. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> then. <clears throat> You would ha- ha- head to your McDonald's restaurant, to your Burger King restaurant, or KFC. Yeah. And right beside that, then, you'd start off your forced venture into the arcades there. there was what We used to go to a place called Barney's that used to be really prolific of getting all the latest arcade games. So <clears throat> we'd be going to a place called Barney's, a place called Playland, a place called Quirk's, uh, along the Liffey there, which was... Uh, uh, Quirk, now what, the, what was the name of the, Quirk was the, the big huge one on Main O'Connor Street in, t- in Dublin town, uh, what, the Perrier Club, uh, which was a professional snooker club. Sam,
0: that sounds Perrier. very poshy.
1: Oh, it is, very, <laughs> yeah. very uh, all carpeted, wall-to-wall carpeting <laughs> on the ceiling, all yeah, the wall-to-wall yeah. <clears throat> And as you'd walk through the door, there'd be an array of either side arcade games all the latest now obviously these these didn't own these machines these were leased and they were they were paying um you know the duty tax on them and stuff like that or yeah. they had they, they, they were leasing the tax on them but they, they 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 were buying the machines as well because like these machines were like two thousand pounds and
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know you know whatever it was uh back in the 80s like you know what i mean like yeah. um, they they used to get an awful lot of games. So I would literally go into town. We'd leave at about ten in the morning, and I wouldn't be coming back till about four. Wow! Yeah. Uh, and from, from the minute you arrive there till the minute you get on the bus, you non-stop playing arcade games. So I had huge exposure to all these classic arcade games. Uh, I, as I said, the very first, the very first game I ever seen was Space Invaders. And this would have been in nineteen. 79 and the game had been out about a year I'd say maybe 1980 well, I was one years, years old, old. <laughs> I, was one I day had my experience with, um, with uh, Space Invaders, a bunch of um, biker guys smoking, you know plumes of smoking yeah. you know the way you see the arcades and be all cigarette, cigarette burns, burns on it yeah. They yeah. have it resting on the side have it resting on the side and the thing will be bleeding, burning and <laughs> um, It was actually through a rainstorm we we had to go in there because uh we were going to get destroyed and soaking wet so we were standing inside this place waiting for the rain to stop and i wondered what's this thing here and space invaders cabinet and these guys were playing i remember very vividly this with my father at the time and um he uh he he had introduced me to computers Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so much i I need to thank him for because uh if, if it wasn't for him bringing me in there to see i wouldn't have never known what that was and then he, he brought in the atari VCS, and mm-hmm. uh, we started playing games and all because it was a game machine and then then he brought in the computer stuff it, I, I was all atari 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 up i think until 1988 or 87 when i went to the amiga and the reason why, because my dad had a contact in Atari. Atari used to be based uh, here up in Tala, And <clears throat> this guy used to come down with the stuff and obviously he'd look out for my prices and yeah. all yeah. that type of stuff. But uh, uh, it, it's because of my dad that uh, essentially, and because my dad was uh, uh, an exceptional photographer, professional photographer, he turned it into a business. Mm-hmm. And I even remember, it was, it was, it's insane when I think about it now, because I would have been only, what, maybe 12, 14 years old. And he was one of the first people in Ireland to get a video camera. Uh, it was actually a two-piece job. It was one half the camera, the other half. To actually start filming people, events. So, like, communions, weddings, all this stuff that we all know today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's probably one of the first. But I was actually i remember we got a program that allowed us to do scrolling graphics so just scrolling text and he seen the idea of plugging the or, or rf out of the atari into a video okay and record these titles so before the video comes on it's so crude now you can you can only imagine <laughs> yeah. colors, colors, colors running like this Uh, on the titles and all that, but it was a titler. uh, It was just a standard text, and he was putting in the information, the 24th, such as the web now, and all that type of stuff. So this is nearly the infancy, absolute infancy, of me getting into graphics and and doing artwork and all the type of things. So eventually it became a thing where playing games was getting boring now. Let's see what else we can do. Let me move to the ST. But anyway, I'm way off subject here. Um, getting back to the coin up book, I was wanted to create uh, this A5 book uh, that allowed uh, about five genres. So I actually started out with five genres, and because of the amount of composite work that was involved that I had to do, I had to really limit the amount of games that went into each chapter. So, and <clears throat> I yeah. still have. Because I could literally, I've, ne- I've never end uh, Darren. I've never, never stopped. So I limited it to ten games. So bit, bit. Um, what would be the word I would, I could use for that? It, <clears throat> if I could go back, I probably extend it to about fifteen, maybe. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I, I did something to counteract that, but I can't talk about that because. You'll have to wait. They'll have to wait and see it in the book. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, there's something that I've done on each chapter. Okay. That's all I can say. All right. Nice no
0: spoilers. Nice no spoilers. Then no worries. That's... No, no,
1: no spoilers for that. Yeah. Um, no. But uh, you have ten prolific titles per per chapter. Now there's eight chapters. So there's a lot more stuff in there than 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 just eight chapters. So I I picked scroll and beat them Ups um driving games you know arcade shooters the arc the arcade shooters when i was doing the research for that let's essentially realistically be a book on its own right
0: yeah i like could
1: yeah. literally do a book on nothing but beat em ups uh you know one-on-one v fighting games uh shoot ups even arcade action believe it or not you struggle um but yeah, shoot actually them up. in
0: what sense like uh, like Turtles, Ninja Turtles, that kind of thing. Crime I think they tried
1: to just and beat them up. There's enough of those, but yeah, the okay. actual ones like, um you know. Commando. Right, or, you know, Contra.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stuff like that. You could get all those out, and it's amazing <laughs> the stuff that I've added to the book that I didn't even believe now existed until I started seeing videos of mm-hmm. these archaels. Because you had to go through the... So, There's over um 43,000 arcade games. I didn't oh, even know this. There's about 43,000 arcade games that came out. That's crazy. From 1970. Yeah. Right up as far as 2018.
0: Yeah, well, I'm still, I'm still dis- d- discovering games like this week. I was like one called uh, Rally Bike by Tido. Have you heard of that one? Hell you know. no? no, check it out. It's really good. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm saying. Is well, <laughs> this so many games? It's, it's crazy. You ever hear one called Demon Front?
0: No, no.
1: Mine going to say that. Uh, okay. i yeah. the Neo Geo. Okay, all right. Neo Geo. It's on the Neo Geo. Okay. No, no this is an arcade game. Oh, oh, okay. Um, One called Demon Front. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're literally going to go like this. You're going to go, what? Okay. I want to just check out Dame in Front.
0: Okay. Uh, another one
1: called Dolphin Blue. Blue. Yeah, no,
0: dolphin Blue. Yeah, I know Dolphin Blue. Yeah. The
1: guy, the dolphin, uh, the fella on the side yeah. sort of like a shoot em up. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: It's the same crowd there as the middle a slot, th- actually. Yeah.
1: Uh, there was another title. Hold on there now, because I, I I do a fantastic thing in here, and I'll, I'll talk about that now in a minute. So uh we have we have all our genres so yeah i obviously went to pick uh, the most 10 prolific, um games that i could now shoot 'em ups was always going to be super difficult because space invaders isn't even in the book well, i'm
2: yeah. just going
1: to state that now and everybody's going to say what space invaders <laughs> the number one shoot em up game but why isn't that in there and stuff like that and there's a very simple answer to that is the reason why space invaders isn't in there is i think everybody knows no, all good. about space invaders now yeah yeah uh, i've seen it covered umpteen times and to be honest with you as much as a classic it is i do reflect something on space invaders in the book but because um it's been done and done and done uh i i realistically couldn't give it the page space
0: yeah no, it's, now, uh, it's, it's fair i it. think
1: it's fair so It would take me 20 minutes to knock up a, a full-on spread for space awareness, the whole lot all that stuff no problem but i just felt that it would have been a cliche expectancy yeah I to uh, have included and same for pac-man as well
0: yeah i was gonna say to yeah, pa- i was, I was gonna say i hope yeah, you haven't got yeah, pac-man, Pac-Man yeah. in there because you can get pac-man yeah, info anyway
1: Pac-Man in mm. again it's the same it's the same thing it's an arcade guide everybody have i mentioned pac-man do you know who pac-man is he's as popular the, pac-man is as popular as mickey mouse is
0: correct as
1: yeah. is so i i didn't want the call co- i wanted to cover titles that were visually rich heavy visually essentially what the book is really about darren is when you read the pages or you read the text and you're looking at the imagery i want to you to feel the exact same way I did uh, when you played these games.
0: Very, very cool. And
1: that's yeah. the whole purpose of the book. The book, you now, don't get me wrong, there's serious text in the book. There's something like 70,000 words and probably more now because I've added mm-hmm. so much. Since the Kickstarter, I've added an additional seven items, seven to eight items to the book that are absolutely unannounced. Cool. have not been there there's no page grabs or any of this stuff and when i was doing the kickstarter i tried to show enough but not everything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, some of them like right to show you the whole you know stop that grinning and drop that in and they show you the whole <clears throat> what the book is about that's why in the listings of the games i purposely mention x amount but that's top secret right now
0: that's fine yeah that's cool
1: so it's you know if there was a way they could get that up in shiny lights makes it like, jesus you know I man I, i'm gonna have to get this i need to find out what it is um that that that's the way i i want you to that resident that 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 nostalgic resonation of you saying wow geez, i remember oh my god yeah yeah and and that it's just that instant where i've taken you back to be sort of like imagine rewinding back in fast motion Mm -hmm. back to where you're 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 a kid and you you force put your quarter, in you're there looking at the game you can't believe what you're what you're watching and and all these type of things um that's the whole purpose of the coin of arcade guide. it's not designed in the same manner as uh stuff that would be from fusion or bitmap books or Rom or any of these prolific um, publishers. Now, don't get me wrong; I hundred percent respect their work. Their works are fantastic. Uh, the information is brilliant. Uh, if if a little diverse in places, um, they're they're done in in in, in, a, in a design theory of white pages. You, you know what I'm talking about. You've seen yeah. it with just a picture and a small bit of text and. It's all real formal or informal. Or no more, you'd be more informal, I I, I think, than uh, to what I did. So what I wanted to do was rip that shit up, tear it off. Look, you, that's rubbish. That's boring to me. I want to boom impact with um, heavy visuals, more imagery than you can. Than, yeah. than you, than you can in in fact a lot of the pages, I, I don't even how how this even happened. But here's here's what's mad about this project. Uh three hundred pages of content. It's probably a little bit more now. I think I'm bored on three oh four now. That's so I've added insane. another four pages of all this extra stuff. I need to stop because if mm-hmm. I don't it's just it's going to cost me it's going more to cost you
0: more, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I
1: need I need to I need need to stop. This is how much I want this, you know, how much I'm, you know, attached to this thing. Uh, The
0: the way you're speaking, you can tell it's a passion project more than anything else. Oh,
1: it's ridiculous. Exactly. I I was always about um, giving people something that I would want. But here's what's really weird about the project. Every single page in the book, right? So we're talking about a, a single game going across two pages and, There's a couple that are single pages and everything else and this is what's this is what um i find really bizarre and i also find you know this is the difference between me and these other publishers that do great works uh they probably would not agree with some of the design styles that i've done or you've too much on this page or you've too much going on here just fair enough um is every single page in the book the light, the layout and design is completely different. Okay. And what I mean by that is that there's no repetition of layouts. Okay. Now That's
0: 300.
1: That's 150 design styles. Now that may not mean a lot to, you know, somebody that doesn't know about design and graphic design and publishing and all that, but imagine Every, every game, uh, given that to a graphic designer, and every single new page has to be completely different from the last.
0: Wow, okay. I'm curious. Um, <laughs>
1: uh, that's what's insane. I didn't take, you know, couple of uh, hundred pages down the layouts for, say, Double Dragon and use them for some shoot 'em up. I didn't take the design for kung fu master and use that yeah. for say outrun yeah, yeah um yeah so it wasn't just cut like,
0: and paste this and there and that's it's there done. is no
1: there is no templates used mm-hmm. every single one of them is bespoke and unique and on, on, on its own thing and not, i didn't even notice this until <laughs> uh i was reviewing it one day and i was just looking at it and i was saying Shh, Jesus, that's mad! Like that—that's insane. The way I've, the way I've done these graphics, and that's insane. The way I actually spent maybe forty minutes to fifty minutes on one thing, just yeah. to put it somewhere on the page.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: okay. it's ridiculous. It go—it really does go beyond enough. If I was getting paid to do this book. I would never, I, you wouldn't be able to afford it because (laughs) if I, if it, if it was to be true, even by the error, it'd be ridiculous. I, I've easily invested, I'd say maybe four to 600 hours in the coin up over the years. Um, and what I did was as well, which, you know, with being a perfectionist and wanting this thing to look grand, um, they have been revised about four times. Okay. So I, I'd have been looking at double Dragon, and I'm saying, there's something else I can do with that or put something in. And it's perfect. At the, the spread's you know, perfectly acceptable to anybody that's looking at it, reading. yeah, did it? I say, no, I'm not happy with this. I want to put this guy here. I want to add this here. And every single page up until I went on full development of the project was better and refined, was getting stuff added, was getting stuff nudged, was getting stuff moved. Uh Things and elements were getting done. I even came across where I had some sprite extractions where there was a bit of some dirty pixels around them that I never cleaned up originally. So you'd see them, you'd be moving them around. You see these dots that be found that I never erased and stuff. Uh, so real scrutinization to refine, refine, refine. Um, added new uh, graphics, added new effects to graphics. Okay. Um, I have a fantastic technique for creating that hum glow that you see on a marquee So you know this I was just picturing
0: that. that, I was actually picturing that that glow that that soft
1: that soft glow that doesn't it's not borne out, it's just soft and stuff like that. So you're gonna see a lot of the mark some of the marquee art uh, in the in the game reviews may have that effect, so it looks like it's 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 lit up. Oh, like the uh, neon, uh,
0: neon, like neon lights, like the neon. It's like
1: display. a neon light, but it's you know, you know the way the 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 marquees are on 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 a pair of specs mm-hmm. or wherever they would be on, and that glow, light You know, the yeah. colors are are humming to the yeah. light. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I've developed a technique for doing that, and it really is effective because I can apply it to anything. I can apply it to sprite cards and all that. When you see them, they're sorta. The, it's very, very relaxing to look at. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I did uh, one of Belmont from Castlevania: Haunted Castle, uh-huh. which is your oh, Castlevania. Oh, nice. Yeah, Haunted Castle is in there. Yeah, and it's Belmont an one? Yep. You, know, uh, do you know the, you um, know the, the opening sequence to, to Haunted Castle course, where yeah. Belmont yeah. with the whip, and the whip is going around them. Mm-hmm. I painstakingly removed him out of that image, oh, and it was Mr. Graphics that I had to redraw on, so I actually got Bellman proper with that whip, mm-hmm. and he's in, he's in the piece and stuff like that, and so uh, each game is completely different from the last, there's no repetition on page layout or design, so each, each page is just being designed specifically, which in its own right is ridiculous to have done, because no graphic designer uh we would, would do that and it would take them ages and you'd need maybe three or four people down at now but i just i wanted to create such a visual um impact on the games as i said about retrieving that you know that nostalgic resonance of um jumping you back in time to exactly that time frame when um we played these arcade games and I really, really hope that that's what we'll do. Now, when I did the Atari book, the visual history book, it's kind of funny because obviously, kind Up has been in, in, in development for about eight years. So why didn't I yeah. release that first and over the Atari book? Now, the Atari book only took 11 months to produce. Yeah, uh, And that was me doing a full, full-time job, going to the office, nine to five, wherever it was. And, um, how come that came for well the reason why the atari visual history book came, came out first was once i had designed the format which doesn't really change if you if you the atari visual history the format is the same imagery is different so it does separate yeah. the page but it's identical it's one screenshot um digitally remastered box art uh i'm very proud of that because uh about eighty percent of the box art that's in the Atari Visual History book uh, is being completely remastered, completely overhauled, completely restored uh, to its former glory. It's all in high resolution, um, all that stuff, and it's not on the internet. Mm-hmm. I actually am the only one, probably, that has these images. I must actually get the time to put them up on the Internet Archive. Um, for people to, to take down because these are huge resolution. I got private collectors to scan in the artwork, yeah. give it over to me, I'd remaster it, correct it, do all of that type of stuff. But the form, format is identical. It's, you know, our artwork on the game and then a screenshot and then a write-up. But it's all personal memoirs. That's that's what I loved about the Atari book. It wasn't, it wasn't like reading a review in a magazine where, you know, they're I, I don't need to tell you the need that you need to spend your money on this. I don't yeah. need to tell you that, you know, you, you you don't bother with this it's a turkey of a game or whatever it is. And there is there was a lot of shite on it and stuff like that. But um the visual history came out before the kind of because it was a smaller format book. Um it covered something that, you know, is predates the kind of stuff when, you know, growing up with these computers and absolutely absolute joy of a project to work on uh really really well it wasn't it's like it's like working on the kind of book it's not not a job i'm not going yeah yeah oh God, i have to go in here today and do this and do that um it, it was never it's never like that it's it, it's it's a shame i'm not getting paid to do it because it would be like getting paid to eat ice cream
0: yeah i get what you uh, mean yeah
1: yeah do you know what i mean it's it just people would be laughing you know and i'm very passionate about it so we got the atari book done because it was a smaller book and it was less money and uh to produce or whatever it was that we named in fact we needed more money on that because of the size of the book and all it's over 400 pages worth um and we did uh we did we did all of that and uh it was very successful very 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 happy um, a great intervention with Chris Wilkinson. He, ca- he came in and really, really helped the project, uh, boost the project with his backers uh, people that weren't even known that they even wanted this book. So mm-hmm. uh, very, very grateful to Chris for, for the help on that and allowed us to become successful. Um, we got the books out to everybody. Now, there was a lot of people that that didn't receive their books due to the company that we were using um but uh you know i i have actually taken the hit on a lot of days i think i think we'd about 30 or 40 people that never received their stuff and mm. you know were reaching out to me because i was the one obviously responsible and i was able to send them the books I, I i had all the books were gone from the kickstarter and then i managed to uh there was a there was a couple that never claimed they never did the servers I claimed. The mark cancelled their orders, but these would have been books that were paid for. Yes. yes. So, <coughs> I would have had these books in stock. So, uh, a good few of them were replacements. And then, when the book, when I was selling these books online, it generated revenue, so it allowed me to buy some more books. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the printer was really good about that. He he, uh, he allowed me to do um, sale or no return. Okay. Where if I didn't sell the book, he, he, you know, they wouldn't charge me for them. And I tapped I was them. but I didn't, thank God. So, uh, but I, I was able to fulfill uh, a lot of the orders for these people that never received their goods. And then some of these are up to a year. Like okay. I, I, I only, I only got one there. A guy contacted me there mid-July saying yeah. he never got his Russia, Saying that he never got his book so i don't know and all the tracking data is gone now what these things have a have an expiry of six months
2: oh, they don't work
1: right. 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 within six months you can't track them anymore so uh the atari book was a great experience and then i said right okay right this is achievable this is doable um i need to make this atari book but uh do you remember earlier on i was talking about being a five size yeah I saying to myself, oh, I I can't do this because I, I have items that are A five here, and there's no way this 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 thing is tiny. It's the size of your hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah. there, like I, I I, says all that detail and all that all that stuff being crushed and crammed is going to be lost. It just won't yeah. look right. It just won't. Yeah, so it would
0: it, be, be, be too much of an overload for the eyes. I think too. Yeah,
1: yeah. and, and, and yeah, too like much this, going on. Yeah. yeah it's rubbish yeah it, it really did more damage than that now and than yeah. I, I then made the decision now this has to be annual size it has to be when you open it up that you're getting the full monty when you when you're looking at the content uh so because all there's loads of easter eggs and well, i wouldn't say either but there's so much images in it there's so many images in the, in, in in the book yeah, you're literally going to be there like you're going to be shaking your head saying did i look at this and all this is the it's gas as an effect the way it plays on the subconscious because uh even when i'm looking at it uh and i created it yeah I don't remember putting that
2: picture
1: in there. Uh, i don't remember adding that image there or adding this in when did i do this do you know what i mean so th- that's 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 what it does
0: yeah
1: um but uh, yeah, it's it's gonna cover uh up to age genre. so you've got your scroll your scrolling sh- uh, side scrolling games, beat beat 'em ups. Brilliant. Uh you've got, you know, uh the likes of Turtles in there, you've got um Violent Storm. let well, that's yeah, that's, a, uh, that's an obscure one. Yeah. Uh you know, from uh, Konami. Yeah. Brilliant music.
0: Yeah.
1: It's uh one of the only side scrolling beat em ups where it's a full on singing soundtrack in the background yeah. as you duff the personal <laughs> um we've got cat lags and dinosaurs in there you've got aliens versus predator uh double dragon of course um kung fu master which is okay. probably the first the, the, this is a thing now to have a people what would you deem was the first scroll and beat them up in your opinion which Going one back the- from the history again, which
0: one was the what
1: sorry the four scroll and beat them up the best was ever brought in to an arcade oh, i don't know probably final fight so final fight would have been you would damn but you play oh. kung fu master have you yeah of course i have yeah 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 kung fu master is a side scroll and beat them up you really you, you're I, wrong, I, the, I guess, your, yeah i guess and, it is scroll and beat them up yeah yeah you're right yeah, you're, you're right
0: what? yeah but when when i hear that i picture double dragon or final fight yeah I'm, more of an uh... yeah, but
1: you're still you're still scrolling along, punching or kicking a yeah. character. No, no you're right. I, I totally agree
0: hit. with you, I and mean, you are right. You are right. Oh, it's, actually, it's, question, it's a question: Do you have so, undercover cops in there?
1: No. Okay,
0: that's now we know uh,
1: undercover cops. Don't get me wrong. Was it is a brilliant game for my RAM. Absolutely loved it. Love it um again this is this was the decisions i had to yeah. be faced with Darren because i had to decide the a prolific beat him up now undercover cop probably the reason why that didn't get included in there was it's not very well known
0: no it's not at all no it's a hidden gem i so, think
1: personally i love it and um, oh. everybody knows the trolls. everybody knows double dragon everybody knows kung fu master so <clears throat> and, and cadillacs and dinosaurs aliens versus predator 64th street uh is in there as well okay um so they, these were games that people would automatically resonate to. if i if i stick an undercover cop in which is a brilliant call it was a brilliant show it's was a brilliant beat em up um only you and i will get it
0: <laughs> yeah, probably so, yeah yeah
1: uh, or maybe 10 or 15 other people will get it and and, and stuff like that it wasn't why it's wide stream in fact i think it only really came out in certain regions uh, in australia and very very rare in america
2: oh really no okay. there was, a
1: couple, there was a couple in 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 japan already from where it originated and stuff like that mm-hmm. but it wasn't a triple i wouldn't it wasn't a triple a con. i don't know who what the crack was or Iram because i think data east in America, were distributing their games for them, um, or there was some sort of setup yeah. there, and I don't know why. Undercover cops. It should have. It, it definitely should have gotten the recognition it deserved. Um, there's so many of these games that didn't mm-hmm. even get a look in. You're there, like nodding your head, like as I said, that Demon Front game. When do you check that out, That's- dude? I just saw yeah.
0: screenshots. What the hell? I've never seen it before. There you
1: go. Look at that. Wow. Yeah, okay. Told you there, the in the, 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 the front. Uh, I couldn't believe it. Uh, there's another one called Osman. Have you ever heard of Osman? Yes, it's uh,
0: that's, uh, the same creators, of Str- some of the creators from Strider.
1: That's right, yeah. The creator from Strider did, yeah. did that. Uh, that, that. That's been out for years. No, I've only hearing about this blade and stuff only recently and stuff yeah. like that.
0: I can't pass the first level because it's damn hard, but.
1: Really, I, I must actually give it another shot. I remember looking at the t- screen and saying to myself, Wait, OK, and I said, I'll, I'll get it. I have a um, coin-ups thing on my PC
2: here,
1: mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's thousands of games in there. It's ridiculous, the amount of stuff. I must actually uh, have, have a shot. I just don't have the time. If I'm not doing the book, I'm doing work. If I'm not doing work. I'm, I'm working on bitmaps off stuff yeah, and all this. Yeah. Type. So yeah absolutely undercover cop would have been a good one to include all right but i had to be sort of open range and pick the 10 best in it it's not a top 10 book Mm -hmm. so it's not going to be the top 10 beat-em-ups it's 10 beat-em-ups that are covered Mm
2: -hmm. in the book yeah
1: but in a visual manner so i celebrate the games rather than You know rank them there's no ranking in any any uh, any words or like that there's no game that says this was better than Mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. or anything like that yeah you pick up the book you look at the games you read about them you react you react the emotional reaction to the book uh and you look at the visuals and you take on board uh, like each each game has flyer artwork in it that i've remastered each game oh wow Uh, Every two every game across two page spread has has um, fire art or completely restored all, so you get to see screenshots from the games, the logos, the characters, the write up about the game. The uh, I also do a specs thing on it, so tells you the year it was released, what hardware it was used, mm-hmm. what type of game it is, all that type of stuff. You now I know people are gonna say, why, why do you include that? Like I know no, what this is. That's cool. That's for everybody. This is for people that. Are newcomers, to that never played. Like, it was gas when I was putting up these videos on Facebook, uh, gameplay videos to promote the book. I couldn't believe the amount of people that never knew what Stunrunner was. Oh, wow. There's actually replies where people have said, I have never seen this. What is this game? (laughs) This looks amazing. And they're like, and these are in arcade Facebook groups.
0: What the hell? Uh, oh wow. Yeah, you yeah, actually you <laughs> actually, actually influenced me to play it yesterday. Was, yesterday the day before, because I saw the video and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play it again. Because it's it's actually a fun game. I'm not I'm not that. Really- I
1: remember fun, now, the sit-down, the lie down cab mm. was the only way to play it. The stand up was brilliant. But have you ever played the, the sit down Jesus, the experience. Because the minute you hit that turbo pad you hear that sound oh that's good cool. like, this is this is fucking tron i'm in yeah, tron yeah. here i i i and I'm realistically it's a futuristic version of Road Blasters because roadblast is you collected the uh the orbs yeah the i, love, Road. I love,
0: like, Road love it love
1: uh, it love it and was goes a bit lousy now especially them armored cars and stuff And the time no, no
0: it's great don't say that it's a great game i know <laughs> it's great.
1: it's love in the it. book Love it. I have blasters in, oh, in the book. Oh, uh, that's uh, sweet. Definitely, blasters is a classic. I, I remember uh, throwing many of uh, coins into that one. Uh, it was it was difficult. I won't when I was playing these games with the joystick and all that. You became really good, obviously, with repetition and playing the games and, mm-hmm. and looking at search patterns and all. He'd be standing beside some guy and he'd be an absolute animal on the game. And they're like that, Jesus Christ, like how is he this good? I'd be playing games for ten, maybe Mm -hmm. five or six years, or three years at this point. And you know yourself, old computer games or whatever it is, they are not like today for difficulty.
2: You know, take
1: you by the hand today. These games were bleeding hard. They just threw you in
0: the shit. (laughs) That's really much. Uh,
1: Yeah, and 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 then like I remember playing many a game back the day. I literally. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger wouldn't have put up with it. Our Sylvester Stallone wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't have put up with, with this type of ridiculed shite to get to the end. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, comes, comes up congratulations. Came <laughs> That's on. right, exactly. Uh... Jesus, yeah. And a lot of arcade games used to do that as well. Um, Capcom are always and the stories are always terribly cheesy and stuff like that. But at least they put something up, <laughs> okay. um, in there. But uh, so you've got, we've got our 10 beat em ups. Now I can tell you a classic that I had to put in and I wasn't, I never really played it much, but I admired it was WWF Wrestlefest? Okay. Yeah. Um, I I've included that in the book and I've really done, um, I'm just looking at it now, sort of looking at the pages now. And I, it's, it's mad the way it looks because it actually looks like it's a face off okay so you know your sprites that are in all the wrestlers that are in it i managed to get all the poses and extract them and have them as a montage that's cool and sort of facing off each other you'll see it when you see it um and then what i did was i did a piece that i think was um was was appropriate was to sort of give my background on how i got into arcade games um, oh, cool. How I I, I sort of uh, what the first consoles I had and where where I used to go to these places and it was amazing that I managed to be able to get a photograph of an arcade that as I said when we used to meet up mm-hmm. uh, these guys of a morning and we go off then to all these computer shops and arcades and stuff. This was one of those arcades. And I managed to acquire a photograph that was taken before they shut down. I think it was in 92, 93, something like that. And I managed to get a photo. It's in the book. It's in, it's in this article. Oh, awesome. I also talk about uh, a, a negative experience I had in an arcade <laughs> uh, with a friend of mine and stuff like that. And then I talk about the rave culture, the 90s, uh, and all that stuff. So it's sort of like of background on me but it's it's definitely related to the subject where i talk about the games i was playing at the time and oh, that's good the, uh, this one specific negative experience that happened to me and uh how i got out of that and uh, the 90s going forward and stuff like that it's about you know it's, it's an arcader's perspective now it could have went on and on but i had to try and create it that is visual it has visuals as well as so mm-hmm. top. There was something to be an image there that complements all okay. this type of thing. We so we have that in there, uh, which was good. And then we got our driving games then, uh, again, it deemed with such, such, it wasn't as bad. I don't think as, you know, picking the games for the scroll and ups because I, I could literally list off these games here and you'd agree with every one of them. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, as a top 10. I'd like to chase HQ in there. Say chase HQ.
0: Is that in there? Yeah. 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 Uh,
1: Enduro Racer, OutRun is there. Pole Position is there. Rally X, Road Blasters, Spy Hunter, Um Stun Runner. Uh, yeah. I, won't, I won't talk about you. There's a couple of other ones in there as well. There's about another two or three after that. Uh, then I had, I wanted to do, and as the hardest part of the book, believe it or not, this was one of the, it was, it took me about six days to produce four pages uh, of this content. Because I had to go and research and, and look. I have uh, four pages of trivia, arcade trivia, antidotes about this game and, you know, what this game reference. Now, there's serious stuff on Street Fighter in here. Oh, um yeah. There, there's even um, trivia on kung fu master yeah. that's in relation to film, um, you know, and all of this stuff. And Double Dragon, uh, the names Billy and Jimmy Lee and stuff like that, were have connections to Enter the Dragon and stuff that I talk about. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh. Um, so uh, RoboCop. You know, where Robocop the arcade game the, the the huge debate is did the home computer version that was made by Ocean Software come out before the arcade, or was the arcade game before the home computer versions?
0: I, I know the story behind it. I don't know if I should say anything because it might be in your book. So,
1: no, no, I don't. I, I, I actually, the information is actually correct, uh, that it, 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 it um.
0: Well, Ocean yeah, bought then- the rights first, and then yeah. Ocean got the, the rights, rights. They from. Were
1: all very of it. Yeah, but uh, and they sold they sold it on to Data East, so Data East had to come to Ocean to secure the rights for right. yeah <coughs> for for because if you can see the arcade machines mark here as an Ocean logo, and probably probably mm-hmm. the only game that they've ever been affiliated. So, did the home? Do you think the home computer versions came out first or after?
0: Well, I used to think it was that, but I'm pretty sure the arcade one came out first.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Just. Yeah. Like, yeah. not... It not, wasn't, yeah. like, way ahead,
1: but it was yeah. pretty much... you're, 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 absolute, you're absolutely correct yeah. on that.
0: Yeah, we we, um, uh, we, covered, we we covered that game on Arcade Perfect <laughs> a while it, back. It was so. released
1: in November of 1988. Yeah. Robocop, the arcade game. I think the computer versions where christmas was it was it december i think oh, I, I think there's either about five or six weeks in the difference between mm. the two of those mm. but uh so it, you you have all this trivia in the in the book uh as well and that is so much information now i'm going to be honest with you i'm sure there is going to be absolute diehard historians mm-hmm. uh everywhere that's gonna say no that's wrong it's completely wrong i researched majority of this uh, of the trivia in about three locations yeah and if there's anybody i could reach out to about this did this you know got, got confirmation so i absolutely did my best to um get accurate as accurate as i can information now mm-hmm. there probably is information in there that may be out of alignment what happened but it's not it's not um you know our friends way of doing things oh absolutely true <laughs> yeah you know yeah man? yeah it, you know hands down i was there I, I yeah lived. yeah <laughs> yeah i know what you mean yeah. <laughs> yeah so i i i will openly admit if there is information in the trivia that isn't uh there that, that, that that's not entirely accurate yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll apologize for it now uh makes for for good reading but if it's it's not it's not going to be completely incorrect there'll be some truths in there some uh so i did my best to try and do that with um with the book so i was delighted to be able to get that now it took days to do the the amount of of uh, compo- composite work and text oh, geez it broke my heart because
2: mm-hmm.
1: each section of the trivia is being researched it's been background checked it's been like right, that's done I've written that up and then I've toward it in such a way that it, it's 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 legible it makes sense you're you're enjoying what you're reading that's only four pages There's no way you yeah. could do yeah if I had to do another four pages that just right oh, yeah. here so, yeah I mean, but it's brilliant in the, in that respect. So it breaks up between the chapters. Uh-huh. I didn't uh-huh. want to just go chapter to chapter to chapter. But uh, it's done. It, it, that, that's a fantastic feature. Uh, a company that I don't believe gets enough love is Data East. Yeah. Uh, so I did a sort of mini history on, on the company. Uh, across two pages; it, it really does show where they start and where they end. Uh, it doesn't need lots and lots of pages. This is what's good about the kind of book. It's not drawing you in. You know where you're going. This is this is starting to become a monotonous. monotonous yeah, yeah. Now I do do something in relation to the games. I'm not going to talk about it here, but there is um, an additional the the feature for coin kind of, up uh, for data east is about six six pages worth of content now this is annual size so mm-hmm. remember we can get so much in yeah, the bigger yeah. the more content you can get in uh, but that means the more contact that has to be made mm-hmm. so there's a the, there's an attachment piece to the data east stuff um that i haven't mentioned to anywhere to anybody so this is sort of an exclusive so that gets an extension on 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 the actual article itself mm-hmm. um and then we've got to shoot them up <clears throat> that was the worst chapter to work on because i know 100 percent is this going to be in it is that going to be in it like you know yeah star force going to be in it is is, is this going to be it? like what, what was the ones i was getting asked oh yeah the, the donpachi is donpachi in this yeah. uh,
0: that's I asked you about. Um, Wonder Boy and Monster Land. Well, to yeah. Boy and
1: to Land. I I did a thing later on in the book, uh, which was all a brand new idea and a concept that I wanted to add to the book, for exactly that reason. What you just said there for mm-hmm. people that why isn't this in the book? Why haven't you included this in the book? And the piece is called, and this is world exclusive for you guys. Nobody knows about this. Sweet. You're going to be the first child is one called Arcade Honourable Mentions. Oh, nice. And what Arcade Honourable Mentions is is a collection of single-panel spreads for prolific games. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, The backers would have got a picture of this, but (coughs) announced publicly. So Final Fight is in there, even though we've the theme up chapter. Um, Our... uh, another uh another classic uh Ikaruga,
0: icaruga yeah
2: yeah yep.
1: from treasure soft yeah that's in there uh and then these other pages or a collection of uh, i think there is an additional 48 games that are covered in these sections oh for wow that it's for 48 yeah 48 that's insane it's it's, six, it's 16... per. That's 32... Sorry, I tell a lie. It's 22... It's about 28. 28 oh, additional games. Is that all? Yeah. <laughs> I'm
0: being
2: again. Uh,
1: That are covered on top of the uh, the other games that are in the book. Uh, <clears throat> so, anybody moaning that tone isn't in there, it's in there. Anybody moaning that Smash TV isn't in there, it's in there. Anybody moaning about... Uh, metal slug and which is a, which was a weird one that 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 actually didn't make it in into the book as a full spread is in there you know what so, you know what
0: call me crazy I think it's overrated I think overrated.
1: Brilliant. the only thing they they are repetitious it's it's the same gun. you know kill everybody I get that and all that type of stuff but it's just the way they're made the animation and... and oh, it's and, beautiful.
0: And, Animation's gorgeous. It can't
1: Disney can, wouldn't even be able to do a better job. Mm. The, I, th- I
2: think
1: that's what it is, is the visual fidelity, and it's a gun and run title. Uh, you are right, there, there's not a hell of a lot to, um, to 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 make it, you know, you know, rememberable, and it is rememberable for the graphics and sound and music and stuff like that. Now, I know lots of people that die hard Metal Slug fans, I'm a major fan myself, but okay. I wouldn't be getting the pajamas of Metal Slugger. or getting <laughs> yeah, yeah, bed
0: or something. I wouldn't yeah. be
1: going out <laughs> and buying the cartridges and all that stuff, the ridiculous sums of money that they are. I appreciate yeah. the game for technical aspects. It's fun, fun title, and when Maine brought it out or when it came out on whatever, you could continue to insert Cres because it was shit-tough yeah it's crazy
0: hard it's crazy over the
1: top uh but typical in, uh, snk uh uh style stuff which makes it brilliant like yeah so but it, it didn't get into the book because what genre could i put it under because i didn't have a running gun chapter
0: yes yeah, i would have been running gun yeah but, uh.
1: yeah so i you know it could have went into the arcade action chapter i suppose well yeah yeah
0: with contract yeah,
1: yeah 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 uh that's uh, and the contrast not even in the book <laughs> <laughs> look i could be here Darren. i could this could be it i could do this in volume, but it's just there's no way would i be able to invest the time of course of course composite the pages the way i have in this one yeah um yeah. it would be completely different i would have to have a default setup in order to do a second volume or a tour volume mm-hmm. and, and for, but because it's an arcade guide visual guide um you know, it's it just not a pick up. It's too much work. They're, they really cannot emphasize there is serious, serious, serious composite work. I'm getting logos, and doing illustrators so bringing it in, compositing it, moving it, train shots. It's, it's 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 insane. It's ridiculously insane. Like uh, Especially when you see the pages, when you actually see them, you see... Yeah, I, I swear to God, th- this is what I want everybody to do if yeah. they've backed the book or they've gotten the book. It's just have a look at the games, which you're, obviously you're going to do, but just I want you to do me a favor, and I want you to see if there's anything you can see that is being used twice. Okay. Uh, all, uh, it doesn't matter about the imagery. It's got to do with placement. But he had this thing here, and he's placed that there now, and, you know I mean? It all looks as like that. Just do that because it, either I'm imagining it, or it's just, it, it's just ridiculous that I've done that in the first place. But uh, we have, um, you know, so you've got your shoot 'em ups and stuff like that. I did my best to try and cover the most prolific. Um, not everybody's going to agree. Uh, Gallagher is in there, obviously. Uh, it's the first game you, you come across in the book. But uh, Boscanian? not everybody else. Gallagher.
0: No Boscanian? No Boscanian. No.
1: Well, I I put in... Um, no, not Boscanian. No. I put in Parodius. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I thought Prodius was, was wacky and weird. It and is, yeah. else. and uh, like Gradius and all that isn't in there. Uh, it's crazy. This is what I'm saying to you. That I, I, I shouldn't probably be saying this, but probably somebody <laughs> needs to do a book on, on shoot 'em ups like this. I think I'd say uh, so. <laughs> I won't be able to do it because I, I simply don't wouldn't the have time, the time. The to, time, yeah. yeah. To because. I, uh, if I'm successful with this crowdfunder, uh, this Kickstarter, and everything goes to plan, and I get all the books out, and I have a few left over I can sell on the website for those that, that didn't get a chance to pick them up on the Kickstarter, um, and try and develop the Grey Fox Books label into a, a contender, because uh, I don't class myself as competition to the other guys, mm-hmm. um, nor do I need to be. Uh, I do books that are completely you know opposite to what they would see uh, as a book and, and it's a shame really because I really am creating the products for the communities rather than just trying to cash in on the communities because yeah. there's no money in it there there actually is no money in retro game and books bitmap soft or bitmap books will will disagree with that you know but then I'm all, for and i don't mean to backbite about them but i i'm all for the community and not for what i can get out of the community
2: mm-hmm.
1: um if it becomes a business where i would like it to be able to be profitable enough to allow me to leave the job that i'm in now and uh work on these projects for you guys solely yeah. to to get these uh, out but if it, all going well and the kind of book funds and stuff like that if it doesn't fund I do have a plan B uh, we'll obviously we'll try again uh, we might go to Indigo Go Go this time I'm not really comfortable with doing that because uh, a lot of people don't really like their way of dealing with because when you pledge yeah. the money is done immediately uh, where Kickstarter it's all or nothing they wait until the thing, phones and that's stuff. right. So I, I agree with that, 100%. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, it, I think Kickstarter is more of a trusted format, to be
1: honest. It is, because yeah. they don't allow anybody that's doing prototypes. They a prototype to show you're not going to launch. Um, I was actually very, very surprised that I was given the go-ahead with the kind of book because it covers so many IPs. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I have reached out to a couple of them uh, never heard would you believe never heard anything back um I, I i was actually very very uh now i think maybe two things might have happened there to reason why i'm not being contacted or no cease and desist are being being orchestrated is because uh do you remember when bitmap books did the nes book yeah, and yeah. flew in and shut it all down and I, I, for an undisclosed amount of royalties he had to pay to you know release the book and all was purely based on the amount that he had raised oh, okay so you now if my my thing was doing like the, <laughs> <like> the <laughs> zx spectrum next over a million quid yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three, three days which is just it's crazy not 50 grand in nine seconds i was looking at it and yeah. i just couldn't and congratulations to them too, man. That's 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 amazing. Oh, brilliant. I, I um, We're going to be releasing games on uh, ZX. Next. Oh, sweet! Uh, yes, uh, bitmaps off. We, we, we've secured two titles and we're buying directly off of the design. Uh, uh, one of the guys behind the Z, uh, ZX Spectrum Mac He's supplying us with all the, the SD cards and all this type of stuff. So, we are doing stuff for that. Uh, an exclusive title it's a one's. it's not um it's not a demo or you can download it for free mm-hmm. this will be all commercial but that's a, another thing but um if 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 it had been in huge numbers if if the money had been in huge volume which i'm a bit peculiar surprised why it isn't really um i would have said i would have said i probably would have met resistance. yeah at this point But it's done under fair usage, uh, investigative journalism. There's no bias to any of the games or any of the companies in the games. Every game is celebrated. There's probably about 15 companies, maybe more, maybe 15 to 18 IPs in the book uh, from different arcade vendors and stuff like that. So you've got your Capcom just Mm -hmm. saying this. You've got IRAM is in there and you've got Atari games. Also there there, there, there is an awful lot of companies covered in it. Um, Again, it's a small amount. It's just to get the book, man, get it out there. Um, It would be nice to, to, as I said, to be able to get a full-time job out because I've got three projects coming after this, if it's successful. But if it isn't, uh, we'll try maybe Kickstarter again or what i might have to end up doing is a pre-order on just the book from the website yeah i get it yeah so the website would have a fund that you pay you pre-order the book you pay for it there and then Uh i then go to the printers with that now obviously the postage would have to be included so so it's sort of like kickstarter without the awareness yeah, yeah, but the thing is, you we would um, we'd fund the book ourselves. Yeah, I get it. So, so if it was three, four hundred copies, five hundred copies, that's all we're going to get done. We're not going to get a thousand or three thousand mm-hmm. done. Yeah, uh, ones you you'd be buying your own copy. I'd be buying my own copy, anyway, and and th- that's it. That that they 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 they're the ideas to to go with. Is to try and fund it ourselves. Um well, I, I well, hate that. well let's I let's just hope the Kickstarter
0: that. succeeds. So yeah, we don't have to, you know, go into that, that side of things, I guess, you know. So Yeah,
1: I I I hope yeah. it is. I think I think it does because um uh, another exclusive thing I want to say first on your show, um as opposed to everything else, if it funds, I do have stretch goals.
0: Oh, sweet.
1: That I don't bring in. Um I would love to tell you about them, but I I think um, now it would be for everybody. It wouldn't be, you know, based on your pledge, what you've what mm-hmm. you've gotten or anything like that. This would be something that would be added to the book. Now, obviously, I'm adding new content, which I really shouldn't be doing, but I'm getting <laughs> stuff in there yeah. to uh, you know make it even more expansive. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and before I, I done it, but um, one of the stretch goals, may, maybe two stretch goals, will be gay folds.
0: Okay, nice.
1: So, uh, but the gay folds are going to be side arcade art. Oh, so when you open up the gay fold, now I've already yeah. secured, I've got um. Uh, a person that, that, that does replicas and makes all this stuff and does repair, he does restoration work on, on all this arcade side art. So when you open up the gate folds and you turn the book sideways, you've got maybe a three foot long image of the side art of a Pacific gang. Now mm-hmm. I've about I've maybe got about forty uh, uh, 40 pieces to choose from Oh, okay. Now, the only thing is about when we do the stretch goals, it's not me trying to earn extra money. These bleeding things are expensive.
2: <laughs> yeah. I couldn't
1: believe how expensive it is to add a gatefold because it's four pages. It's two pages crimped into the core and yeah, then it I opens it. up four Correct. pages. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's fucking insane money. <laughs> like To you, you're just going to say, oh, yeah, that looks amazing. That's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But because of the size of the book, this is actually going to be like a post. You know those vertical posters you used to get uh, back in the day of your favourite artist or something like <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be nearly like that inside the book. Awesome. So um, each stretch goal would be a, a gay fold added. I think I'm going to do a total of maybe two gay folds. So these will be... Break in between the chapters where you like, uh, and actually it's deemed by the the page count as well. So I can't just say, right, I want specifically to have the gay, gay fold here. Mm-hmm. They won't do it. it. Has to be done every sixteen pages, or apparently uh-huh. every sixteen pages you can only put your gay fold in there. And it's, why is that? Because when they're printing the book, they do them like a magazine of sixteen page increments. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you put it all together. Then you know yeah. to make up. Uh, the pages that you're familiar, with. but uh, that would be that would be one of the things that I would like to do. Um, also, as well, I'm going to look in when the book is funded once once we once we're secured. Is that people that had to pay this extra shipping because Kickstarter doesn't allow you to refund that. It'll, it'll allow me to refund the whole bleeding lot, but it won't allow me to give them the difference if FedEx say give me a better deal. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: then, you know what I mean. So, like to say to England's for, for fifteen euros or fourteen euros, and they are able to do it for me say for eight euros, I can't. Would you believe I can't actually give them the bloody the bloody difference?
0: Yeah,
1: unless we pay it to their PayPal directly. Uh, so what I might do is I might get an item made and send it on with the book. Oh, okay, as, I can get you, yeah. yeah. Uh, as, a, as something to justify that difference. Yeah, in, in yeah. Oh, that's honest you know of what you. Mean? That's
0: a very honest of you, man. It's really nice of you to do that. Uh, I,
1: yeah. I think, it, i said again, it's not, it's, it's something that, you know, I, I don't agree with it. I really don't. I think it's despicable that for me to send a book to you is going to cost more than a book, it's disgraceful to be honest. Um, I'd have thought now with things going forward, just obviously got more expensive, it's like Monte Carlo without the casinos. Um, hmm. I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try and do something like that. I have a couple of cool ideas. Now, man, it's not going to be major. It's not going to be, you know, a, a fucking pop-up arcade machine or something like uh, Open the box, but there'll be something in there. it yeah. be, I might get yeah. a, bookmark, maybe a couple of stickers or something like that, or uh-huh. something bespoke, Yeah. um, that, you know, I didn't use as a pledge or something like that. I might say, right. Okay. I might get these done now, um, to just take this thing out, but I can't use it as an advertisement either. I can't turn around and say, well, if you ignore that postage and you take, you, 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 you pay for that. I'm, I'm going to promise you this because I don't know, yeah. What what I'm going to be able to to do? To Remember, do. I, yeah. the, the budget of of thirty thousand euros. But everybody, you know, Kickstarter will take five percent of that, so they'll get about three grand out of this,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, or whatever it is, 15, 1,600 euros. So that's going to then lessen the amount of money that I need, and it's 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 counted to the latter.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, every single penny that Kickstarter will be purely based. Um, fulfilling. I, I take this incredibly serious because it's my reputation on the line. It's the Grey Fox brand on the line. All these things not to deliver. Now, even if it's a case where, which I, I'm not going to be, because the last book we used a tour party go between vendor mm-hmm. that literally done its own thing, and we'd about 30 cases open with them, and they not honoured. None of them. We never got a cent back for many of the cases of people not receiving their goods and everything else. Obviously, you take a little bit. You take maybe two or three hours that that probably did get the book, and oh, I never arrived. And you know, um, you, you're you're obviously going to get that all the times. So, things go missing and all. But I spoke to uh, FedEx about setting up an account with them to do be able to fulfil the orders for people. They guarantee that 100% trackable. Um, mm-hmm. There won't be any loss of items. That's
0: what you uh, want. That's
1: what you want. 'cause uh I know loads of people that know it is an expensive thing. I'm, like I, I could use a fulfillment company and I I could box that into my budget and stuff like that. And they take care of everything. But still going no matter what we do, you're still going to get hit with the shipping on it and stuff like That's that. I'm right. given hopefully given the guarantee that look it's going to go. But I can't really talk about that aspect of things because i have an estimated time of january uh to allow me the time to get the book made get all the packaging get all this together start getting it shipped and stuff like that um if everything goes to plan it may be sooner than january okay yeah, i would like to be able to do it because the book is essentially 99 percent done done yet? Uh, a lot of these kickstarters uh, when they go to fund, they're maybe not even halfway through the product.
0: Yeah, like
1: I, I bought back to Andrew Dickinson's um, Dreamcast Year Two book. I bought I, I backed this first one. He's an English order, absolute gentleman. This guy is a, a very very nice person, and his books are brand. If you're if you're into the Dreamcast, he's got he's got a Kickstarter running at the moment. For Dreamcast year two. Uh, hold on, do I have, have it there? Hold on a sec. Let me see if I have it here. Here he is. Right, okay, that's just good. Have you seen this? Now, obviously, the listener's won't. I they went No, no, I haven't heard of it. Um, yeah, a- Andrew Dickinson, uh, he has a Kickstarter at the moment, he funded in 64 hours. Now, obviously, he wasn't looking for the same type of money I was looking for, but uh, his first book covers uh and, and it's really well designed you can see there you know what i mean it's yeah it's really pretty actually yeah it, 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 it's it's a lovely little, little book now it's a five look, look the size now can you imagine look how big it is to my hand yeah like my yeah, hand. yeah so um you can imagine the kind of Barcabe guy being that size rather than being this size yeah there, there's the zap annual from from chris wilkinson so uh, that's the size I'm getting my book done. Yeah. You can see here, look, there's huge coverage, and it's that's a hundred and I think it's 120
0: pages. Yeah. Worth. And, and that's A4, yeah. For listeners to that's A4, that's yeah, that's
1: that's, that's the sort that. A4. So my book is probably going to be about that thick. Double. Wow, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. It's going to be so it's going to be super heavy, and it's going to be super thick. And then for those that backed the, the highest tier the arcader tier, uh am getting fifty three uh, millimeter thick hard slip cases that slides into, uh insane money to
2: <laughs> okay. get done.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I couldn't believe how much it was costing me. I think for fifty of them it's fourteen hundred 1400 euros that's just crazy like for cardboard <laughs> that's insane yeah, oh, but then then yeah. again That'll this be thing is cool. point blank range is going to stop it <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah that's right no i agree no i know get you. <laughs> you're get you. i mean
1: you're gonna live um so uh <laughs> it's, it's it was something that i i actually originally what i wanted to do when this was going to be brilliant if i could have done it like I wasn't able to find a company that could make it, but I was going to do a hard-stip case uh, with a different sort of design on the box with four buttons on it. Okay. And When you pressed, so there might be uh, four panels or maybe more, uh, maybe six panels. I think it was six panels I originally envisioned. So six panels and six images. So you have Billy, from Double Dragon or Indiana Jones or mm-hmm. whatever it is, and when you press the button on the slipcase, it plays the team music from the arcade. Game. Oh, that's
0: cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Right. Uh,
1: now, obviously, it's a sound bank. It's like those cards, you know, the cards that yeah, play the, the music. Yeah. The birthday cards books, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Those kids books that you press the button yeah. and it plays a plays a thing built into the slipcase. So there would have been a speaker in, in, involved. In maybe a little battery pack and stuff like that. But I couldn't find the companies to make. Now, we did find something where you could do it yourself, which is, there's no way. This, this Because the thing has to be cut out and then the picture has to be set in. and mm-hmm. the, the sound, uh, tone, sensor has to be put into the book, uh, all these things. So uh, it couldn't be done, uh, unfortunately. You know, I'd love them to be able to do that. Or... You know, when you took it out of the slipcase, you hear a, a sound of a credit being inserted. You do know, the no. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant ideas, just not able to do it. Now, believe it or not, I, Bitmap Books achieved this with their um, special edition metal, uh, you know, the Anthology Metal Slug uh-huh. book that they brought out. Yeah, They had this uh, collector's edition slipcase. Where it had all the icons uh from the game. Heavy machine gun, rocket launcher, oh, you know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you press these on, on the slipcase. I was saying that that is genius. That's exactly what I would love to be able to do for the coin up, but uh I can only imagine what the costs were because I, I as far as I know he had a very limited number. I think there was only thirty of them made, maybe, or forty of them made. Which uh I can see it's crazy money to get these things man. So that's why there's only fifty of those uh being done. Um but you know, obviously, you know, if I if I if I can raise the money to do it, it'll it'll enable me to bring this amazing book to you all, uh, everybody to enjoy. So many genres we haven't even covered we've only covered the first three. Uh, other genres are obscure games this is a bit of a peculiar one uh, because uh, I don't even really know how it came about, to be honest. I think what I mean by obscure is games sort of like undercover cop that you never heard of or demon foot. These games that weren't um, fully aware of. Now, there's probably people going to be in America going to be saying, but I knew about this game or I knew about the game. That's fair enough. I appreciate that. That's, you know, what I mean, if you know about the games, then that that's great. But uh, did you ever hear of a game called Chicken Shift?
0: No, I thought you could say Chicken Shit. <laughs> no, well, I <it> haven't. No.
1: <laughs> have you ever heard of uh, uh, Psychonox Oscar? I
0: fucking love that game. I'm actually going to talk about it on the next podcast. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it, it's it's a mixture. It reminds me of um, Karnov. But yeah. robot, yeah, mix of Gradius.
1: yeah, yeah. Now, you know that game, what that game inspired, don't you? No, okay. Um, you know, the Turrican series, oh, really? The Amiga? Turrican, the developer that uh designed the character. And all. hold on, I'll actually go in on this because I actually talk about it. Uh Just. Oh, I should there. know. So, I
0: should know the guy's name. It's Hurricane Crow. Yeah. Oh, it's this. not Chris Hughesbeck, is he did the music. Trends,
1: Uh Manfred yeah, no, Trends. I'm no, 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 Chris Hughesbeck for uh, Manfred. Yes. Trends, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trends. A trends. trends yeah. Manfred. Trends. Yeah. Was a huge fan of this game. Ah. Uh, when, when Rainbow Arts approached him to, you know, we're, we're creating this. We need you because he had done Catacus. Yes. Uh, 64, which is a blade, amazing, but it's amazing. So <laughs> yeah. Rainbow Art and Gianna's sister, great Gianna's sisters again. Yeah, I can see why Nintendo were, were, yeah. were, were pissed off over because it's a complete rip off of Mario Bros. Um, but uh, he he played this game in his local arcades. So, I remember the Retro Gamer magazine did an interview with him
2: ah. uh,
1: about working and all. Torgrim was covered and all, and. When you look at when you look at Psychonauts Oscar and you, you, you can see Psychonix you can clearly see it's Turrican.
0: Oh, I didn't even I Turrican. never
1: realised.
0: Well wow, that is yeah. really cool.
1: Yeah. So uh that's definitely the truth. He's admitted that himself that uh he has uh that Turrican was a major inspiration uh by Psychonauts. Oh yeah, Psychonix. Psychonix Oscar. It's, it's
0: yeah? Psychonix, yeah, yeah.
2: Oh wow, yeah. so, wow. Of, learn, learn new every day.
0: that's wow! You learn something new every day. That's awesome. I learn something new every day. That's that's crazy.
1: Oh, well, well, check it out. Check it. Check it out yourself. Uh, don't take my word for it. Go go and do background research on it. we yeah. you'll see. Um, you'll probably edit this bit out of the out of the interview. <laughs> <Do you want laughs> nah, it'll stay. It will stay. the that what he's talking. About. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, another one called. Uh, Monster Maulers.
0: No, I haven't heard of that one either. Wow. Konami.
1: Ah, okay.
2: Um,
1: what's Monster uh, Maulers. You know, uh, you, you know Tapper, the game Tapper the Beer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, you know, that character actually appeared in three games. Okay. On Midway. Do you know what they are?
0: No, I didn't just know Tapper, that's
1: it. Did you ever hear of a game called Domino Man?
0: Yes, I've heard of it. Yes, I have.
1: <clears throat> it's a very clever game. You, you're you're stacking dominoes up on your playfield, yep. and people trying to knock them down and stuff. But that card is actually the same character. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, did you ever hear of one called Timber?
0: No, no.
1: There's there's another. These games you need to play them. Okay. All right. Um, one called Snapjack. Nope.
0: No, I mean, these must be like early '80s then, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Uh Snapjack I think is '84, '82, something like that from Universe. Um, did you ever play a Sega title called Laser Ghost?
0: Oh, on the Master System.
1: Okay. Yeah. Is that? Is it a shooting game? Like a light gun game? Yeah, it's, it's a real shooter. You know, uh, like Operation Wolf. Yeah, but This yeah, light one's game. a horror. This one is a sort of horror themed, um, oh. and. <laughs> It's gas. The uh, one of the M boss was like something out of the exit.
0: Oh really? Um,
1: yeah, of a small child and stuff. It's
0: No, I've never no
1: before. never heard of it. <laughs> okay. Looks like Ghostbusters. Uh yeah, Sega, Sega, Sega developed it. Timber was midway. Did you ever hear of a game from Namco called Blazer?
0: That sounds very familiar. I'll have to look at that one. No, haven't it's a tank game, okay? Yeah, and no, I've heard of that one.
1: Oh, it's a helicopter one as well. You fly a helicopter in Ireland. Oh, okay, it's, sort of like, it's This is uh, this stuff is major precursor to Desert Strike. Oh, well, wow. yeah, it looks really good too. Hmm. Yeah, no, it is. It's a, it's a nice game. Um, one called the uh, what's it? Ana- Jeez, I can't even pronounce it. Hold on, um, Astra Annex. Astra, how do you spell it? Astra A S T Y A N mm-hmm. A X. And oh, that's
0: with a, no oh, it's like a barbarian. Yeah, yeah, I've played that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I've played that. That's
1: that's pretty rap, average. Um, it is pretty average, but yeah. it's, it's 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 a very obscure title. Very, and you know, it makes it so bizarre. Like you're playing through the game in fantasy scenarios in forests and all that. It's so mm-hmm. a real Rastan type uh, yeah. experience. But the last level is completely ridiculous. <laughs> okay. the out, of, out of tune with the rest of the game. Uh, An alien's. <laughs> okay. Formed, like what you see in Contra. Oh, uh, wow. And, and, and there's aliens running around in it and facehuggers and all in there. What? what is this? <laughs> they,
0: they do. It. I actually played on the nest first, funny enough.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. so you know that had to go in there because it is obscure, that, that's just, that is it is just an put obscure that alone, Uh, of giving you a fantasy background and all of a sudden thrown into the future into a sci fi setup and all, even, yeah. even the end boss is like a queen, you wow. know, like that. Um, and another one, uh, bogey manor. No, never heard of that. Right, I think I'll stop here now. Yeah,
0: it's no, no, don't, don't keep that. You tell he's gonna, you know, you tell him what's in the book. Actually, I got one more. Have you heard of Fighting Fantasy? Also called Hippodrome.
1: Fighting Fantasy or Hippodrome? It's under two names. Yes, I, 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 I know the game, but you'd have to tell me what it was. You're, you're a
0: barbarian. Me. You're like in the Colosseum, and you fight like, um, you fight like Medusa and like demons, a wizard. It's like Street Fighter. Uh, it's not so right, far. so
1: it's like, um, that braid, Death Braid, uh, title that would have came. That was there was a game that came out, it was called Death Braid, I think it was some title. Uh, it was a title that did this one. I think I know the game you're talking about, definitely heard the name.
0: It's not uh, Death Fighting Blade. Man. no, it's nothing like Death Blade, no, no, right, no,
1: braid, Right. Death, Brage. yeah, death,
0: Brage. and yeah, I found it
1: yeah. It was released on the snares and stuff like that. And oh, all okay. No, I haven't
0: heard of that one. Yeah, Fighting Fantasy. It's, it's actually a really cool game.
1: Hard don't Look at that. Um, who knows? It could, you know, make somewhere. May may show up somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, as well, I, I include prolific interviews. Okay. Uh, in the book, um, I talk i tried reaching out to galloping ghosts to the owners of galloping ghosts he constantly reply uh constantly sending them messages hey listen we'd love to interview you for the book to get your perspective on arcades and how you got into the industry mm-hmm. and all these type of things and i think it makes for great reading and it's totally relevant to the coin um that you can hear how they repair stuff and what's involved and all this yeah, stuff yeah um but he, unfortunately he never responded. He said, he responded once a year we'd love an interview. And then he was doing his live streams and whatever. And then COVID and stuff. I, I don't yeah. understand why he wouldn't have done it, but to be honest with you. I, I feel that he might've had, um, he might've had a touch of elitism about himself where he was saying, look, you're a nobody. I'm somebody, he you knows. know, I, I'm he not going to which yeah. is per- per- perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reach out to these people, you know, I, I was giving them a complimentary copy of the book for for yeah. for their involvement and as yeah. a thank you and all these type of things. And unfortunately, he didn't but I managed to get um, a really nice place called uh, Free Play Bar Arcade. Uh, They've two location, very nice two guys run it and the place is amazing to look at. It's it's not like galloping ghosts where it's just raw ro- it's like being in a fucking warehouse yeah. with rows of arcade machines. They, these guys have done it right. Beautiful neon color clashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bar restaurant type of thing, and you can go in. and uh, I, I managed to be able to secure an interview with them. So very good reading. I also secured an interview with Arcade Club in England. Oh, nice. It's nice. essentially yeah. the biggest arcade in Europe. Actually, I think uh, I think as of I think about maybe two three weeks ago. They've now got more arcade games than anybody in the world. Oh, awesome! Uh, I think I think they've over, up to over a thousand now, or nine hundred wow. something.
0: And they're all original the... machines, aren't
1: they? Yeah, yeah. I, I know the guy. The guy that owns it, that runs it, Andy Parmer, absolute gentleman. So this guy is very like me that were, uh, were in it for for the love, yeah, the yeah. compassion, obviously. They're, they're flying business-wise and everything yeah. else, but um, he really, you know, gave me lots of time, gave me, um, you know, I was able to answer, you know, anytime I reached out to me he responded very quickly and stuff like that. So it was absolute gentleman to deal with him. And I also interview uh, an arcade bar that's here in Ireland, mm-hmm. uh, down in Limerick, called Level Up Bar bar Arcade, level, level Up uh, Bar and Kitchen. Um, okay. Which is a restaurant bar with arcade games, and the guy that runs it, that owns it, uh, Alan O'Grady, is a serious, serious uh, expert on arcade repair. And you know, this guy, and this guy lives in my country, and I'm, how come I did not meet this guy <laughs> before this? um so was a brilliant interview with him about the Irish scene the Irish side of things it's a shame it's a shame
0: uh, i probably could have hooked you up with someone here in um australia as well australia i
1: had i had a list of stuff and but you have to understand i have to keep my eye on page counts of
0: course yeah yeah
1: because i can't you're you're absolutely right I, i i i i reached out for for the main some of the main guys Guy here in Ireland. This is exclusive. The arcade club interview is exclusive. The free play uh, bar arcade interview is exclusive. So I'm covering three different countries. Australia would have been a good one, actually. I would have yeah. actually. Um, one arcade uh, in
0: Brisbane would have would have been your best bet. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, absolutely, one hundred percent. for the known that there, I definitely would have, because I've replaced the content that Galloping Ghosts. Mm-hmm. Was going to get,
2: yeah,
1: and it's now being replaced with with other stuff that I just am not prepared to dump just to fill in. Yeah, of
2: course.
1: Uh, the other thing, but I do have an exclusive uh, thing in the book that has only recently. It's, it's part of this unannounced content that is being added to the book. Uh, it is an interview, but it's pretty pretty good uh to who who i'm dealing with and who who, who i managed to get it and it, it's it's it, it's it's a lovely piece in to have in the book so all these all these factors all these things playing into the book of the games the interviews the arcade perspective i also have a massive um chapter covering arcade floor and marquee art now i don't know if you've ever gotten the book arcade art Arcade?
0: No, I wish. But yeah, I've heard it's a really cool book. It's got all the
2: marquees
1: it is, in it. Now. It is. Yeah. Essentially, it's a yeah. landscape book that uh, has, um, you know, the marquee art. Now, yeah. I did a review, but I, I I I purchased it myself and I bought it directly from Bitmap Books, yeah. and uh, I did the review for Retro Video Gamer magazine, a Retro Video Gamer website. Sorry, and. Um, Fantastic. I I, I knew the guy that did that was doing a Kickstarter originally
2: Mm
1: -hmm. and he had acquired all this marquee art and he digitally remastered it and he scanned it in and did all these things. And it's a brilliant, brilliant idea. He's going to have interviews and stuff. So it was one of these things. If you loved the arcade artwork, you had to have this book and you still have to have this book. If it's a, if it's a case where, you know, you get the opportunity to acquire it, you absolutely should because you now it's gas. There's there is writings in the book and it does sort of little write ups and interviews and stuff like that. But essentially the book is just a picture book. Yeah. Of yeah. Just the marquee. Yeah. It, a lot of people complained that, you know, um, the artwork was being split up by the core of the book when you opened it up across your two pages uh they felt that you know took away from the artwork and i think he did a revision version of it um and it would have been just too expensive to do that gatefold idea Mm -hmm. where you know each page opens up you know each page yeah Yeah. it'd be like a fan (laughs) yeah but you'd have one page you know with that game on that side that opens up fully yeah yeah and then it's it over the other Just it would have been ideal, it would have been brilliant, and that's the way you would have done so. Would you mean mm-hmm. you would have had the full uh, experience of it? But um, what I did was I, I played it clever because I didn't want it to go across two pages in a portrait fashion book. Mm-hmm. So, what I've done is I've made them nice and large on the a, A4 page, and there's three per panel, mm-hmm.
2: so like yeah. can
1: see all that detail, and it's on. There's nothing breaking up the content. Uh-huh. Uh, flyer artwork, uh, marquee artwork. Uh, flyer artwork shows you extra screenshots of the games and stuff like that. And and it's a brilliant thing to look through. So I took the ideas from arcade, uh, and then added the flyer artwork then additional, uh, and I think there's 60 marquee arts in it and about 30 arcade flyers fully remastered full high resolution. You're looking at these things. So it really is like having um the arcade, fire arcade
2: website
1: in the yeah, book. Yeah. Um, and then the the marquee art was all digitally cleaned and remastered. Uh, super high resolution. So anything that's half toned or dittered, you can absolutely see every single bit of detail in there. And I, I think it needed to be in there. Um and also it allowed me to break up the pages. Uh, as well as add new pages, because originally the RK kind up of in that A5 size, uh, there's only 110 pages here uh, in this book, would have been 160
2: yeah. uh,
1: pages in the A5 version, which is nice and thick, but when books started to evolve and people were doing more Kickstarters with these books, we were going to 200, 300, 400 pages. Uh, like Books I'm seeing now, Minimum page count is 400-odd pages Yeah, a book. I started saying to myself, well, I I can sort of say, well, screw that. I'm going to – my book is 250 pages. That's because it's going to be 250 pages. But I felt, in a way, sort of pushed into having to do the extra content to compete with the page sizes. Yeah, The difference was, though, for them, to me, was they weren't putting in the work that I was putting in. yeah. Yeah, yeah you get yeah, me yeah. So, i get what you mean yeah uh you know i i could set up a white page bit of text picture here and we'd have a book done within a month mm-hmm. i'm that efficient and that effective on the applications i could literally bash out, but that's not me i don't it's different for these guys uh some of these guys will have designers doing it for them and these guys refine and then you Know obviously to go back to him. I the only person I have to please is myself, that's right, exactly. Uh, I'm not um doing this for other people, Yeah, I'm doing it for the people, but I'm not, I only have to please myself. And but, but
0: with part is that you're, you're your own critic, so you're gonna be fussy, as you yeah,
1: know, and yeah. I know, and I, I believe I'm not well, and, and I'm not boasting there. And I hate, I hate this shit of uh, <laughs> oh yeah, he's great, he knows, I hate that, all right, I'm like you. We, you you told me games I didn't know about. I told you games. Yeah. About. I'm not going to be going around saying ah he didn't know. anything <laughs> That's about right,
0: me. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's silly. Pathetic. Yeah. Um,
1: but I know the subject matter, yeah. and I think that's probably one of the key aspects. And I'm not saying that all oh, these other guys making these books don't,
0: uh-huh.
1: but I don't think they're entrenched in it or um, as I am. Yeah,
0: that's that's what I mean. Like you were telling me stuff I didn't know and. You know the, the 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 listeners can't see my face, but Darren would have saw my face like lit up. I was like, "That's so cool!" You know what I mean? That's and that's why I like doing these interviews and speaking to people. I want to know more information. I don't want to have to hear the same thing again. So yeah, this no, is no, great. I
1: get that. And As I said, we, we're all learning this stuff. Uh, I couldn't believe the amount of games I discovered uh, when when producing this book, um, like. Example, in, in the horror chapter, right, there's a game, and it's actually really good. Um It's, I think it may be pre-House of the Dead. Uh-huh. Uh, or maybe more enough the same time, or there was cashing in. Do you ever hear of a game called Evil Knight? No.
0: No. All right. It goes... My... Can I... Jeez, they've,
1: they've done a lot of games. Jeez. This came out in
0: nineteen ninety eight. Oh okay, but, that's
1: late. Okay. Well, what is uh what year was House of the Dead actually? I'm just going to As the uh, before that, I think. No, that's it's the same. Oh, same year. No, ninety six. So this was two years pre sir pre cursor to House oh. of the Dead was two previous. Okay.
2: No,
0: I never heard of this one. Wow.
1: Yeah. Don't, they, I Don't think you got any home ports either. No.
2: No. Yeah.
1: No. No, it was only in the arcades. Now um it was near impossible to emulate that game in its full entirety because you know the way some of these three D games have glitches all over the mm-hmm. all over the stuff like that. So What I had to do was I had found a video of somebody that owned the game and he managed to hook up the unit to some sort of recording device. It's not even 720 HD, even. It's video resolution and stuff like that. The only way I could include this game in the book was to actually snapshot the screen. So now your man uploaded this in in four four eighty p. It's not even said. It's not even HD.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Which you know. So what I had to do was I I wanted to include this game so much as I have to get this game in there because this is like something nobody has seen. I never played insane. I never heard. I've never heard, of, never heard I, of it I, at all. No. I, I, I obviously the the last of the arcades over here in Ireland would have been maybe. 2005 2006. so i was still going up until those times so yeah. it wouldn't have been a case where i wouldn't have not seen this stuff from Tekken three and Tekken four and all these games Tekken five and i was out in arcades when i was still going to them and um this video of this game i'm not going to be able to do this because the video was now not full revolution yeah so what i did was i did the best remastering I could do on the still images. Okay, so a lot of manual contrast and brightness and darkening areas where they needed to be, removing colour noise and all this type of stuff. I was able to devise um, a filtering system inside Photoshop that gave them that CRT monitor look. Okay. Actually hides the the... The low resolution quality, huh. and then sharpen just the uh, de- highlight detail rather than sharpening the whole whole image. Now that did take a that 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 page, but did take a while to do. But I was able to upscale and remaster low res video footage, which is even worse than a <laughs> than a low res JPEG. Yeah and all that stuff clean those images up I was even able to do it in such a way that I was able to extract sprites out of the game oh wow. uh, as, as as points in the in the actual uh, page spreads you not know, the way you do see them you see a character standing out the text they go mm-hmm. alongside stuff like that I was able to use this this technique that I had actually developed <laughs> because of this, um, yeah yeah. be able to include so when you see evil knight in the book you're not going to know that that was his poor low video quality imagery remastered and cleaned and brought up to look like everything else in the book that is pixel based one-to-one pixel i'd I'd really love to see this
0: that sounds
2: really really cool
1: this is what i'm saying darren This, this is this is this is what i'm saying about the kind of book you know what i mean it, it it's designed for fans by an arc massive arcade fan absolutely you get me in an arcade and mm. i'm there I, I lock the door now and go home and throw away the key definitely mm. but uh, it it's it, it's been a fantastic journey i just hope everybody now is going to like what they see uh going forward uh i as i said mentioned earlier i've two to three ongoing projects in fact i was approached on two of them to would i be interested in working on them because i actually was i think i remember saying it to you in chat that i was going to do a sega book yeah yep that that was going to be next that's probably going to be book number three now and the next project i'm going to be working on is uh, a legendary console that has been covered, but not in the way that um, I would like to see it covered.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, you know, it, it, it's um, it's going to be a massive amount of interviews. Massive. Uh, in fact, uh, I probably can probably tell you it it's more than rightly looking at two books in one slipcase. Oh so it's not it's not going to be a volume one or volume two the first half the first book will deal with its arrival and going forward and things that the company did <clears throat> in order to make things work and all that stuff okay, I, I, I'm, so, I'm
0: gonna guess the console the amstrad gx4000
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely 100% for that. <laughs>
0: Um, oh, I always have to a piece out of Amstrad. Sorry, Amstrad
1: yeah, fans. Yeah, we've yeah. got Alan Sugar on, on 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 the other end, and we're going to be talking to. You. Uh, no, we we we, uh, we laid that up to somebody else for <laughs> um, the Amstrad JX Four Thousand. Fantastic piece of kit, but not, not just um, I don't think the world is ready for that yet. <laughs> I don't think
2: so either.
1: <laughs> or ever going to be ready? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, for that for that console, but um, it's a huge, massive project. It's probably you now it's not going to be like the kind of arcade where it's all visual and all. There will be heavy on visuals, but it'll be done maybe in the style of <coughs> Edge magazine slash you know uh, an official magazine layout for mm-hmm. these specific consoles. So. Um, looking really forward to that working with the author and then I was approached by a guy in the UK that's written a book. The book is written, but he wants to know uh visualize. he wants it now in a visual form to create uh, pages. There's a lot of work involved, um a lot of the research that he done needs to be reevaluated. There's loads of things he talks about and doesn't tap in on other things. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. you know, if you know that these things exist, mm-hmm. you're saying to yourself, Why isn't he covering this? Why if he's talking about this, why isn't he talking, talking about, about that? These, so yeah. <clears throat> he has his aspirations as well to do what he would like to see with the book, and you know we'll see how it goes. Um, it could be, a, it could be a Kickstarter. I don't know. Um, definitely the one that I'm working on before that will be should be. Um, if if it's going to be a single book, it's going to be about 600 pages. Wow! And I don't think that's crazy. I, I don't think people are going to be able to, to get their hands on it because it's just too ambitious. It's crazy. It would cost too much money. It would, it would, yeah. Like the, the, the printer, you know, essentially, although it's two books in one volume, that, that's going to have to be, because at the end of the day, for everybody that backs that, two books, that's double. That's right, exactly. You know I mean? so yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: 100 backers, 200 books. Yeah. 500 backers, that's 1,000 books.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: 700 burger, you know what I mean? Fourteen, you know, it's ridiculous. And the printer won't, it won't be about the content or the being two books. He'll be charging you double the price. So book one will be that price, $40,000. Book two, uh, and then try and marry them, and then try, you know, obviously it's not going to be €30 or, or, or $40. Right. Dollars. Exactly, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, expensive. Um, And then have it in a sort of hard paper slipcase, you wouldn't be able to do the hard back slipcase but uh the Sega book which is going to probably come after uh this other book that I'm that i it's going to be brilliant. Um it's going to um it's not gonna be like the arcade guy but it's going to be very visually heavy as well
0: i love
1: my um, Sega. myself there's loads of mega drive and yeah. all these sega books out there and that's great i don't dispute that and everything else but it's it's mine is still going to be really really different so um i i i, I look forward to that and then i, have a, I think it's a fourth book in, in covering a prolific software company okay. but there's a lot going, there's a lot and there's still a lot more that I could definitely tap in on. Uh, as I, I don't want to mention them because I don't want to be giving people ideas that go off. Yeah, and start, of course. Nah, you got you know, to keep it to yourself. Yeah. And creating their own stuff, which is, you know I mean? You do that, you work that out yourself. You don't care yeah. for somebody else to tell you. But I can tell you that if I can, I will continue to evolve these on different consoles, different platforms. I'm never going to touch the C64 or the Spectrum because that's been done to death.
0: That's fair enough. The yeah.
1: Amiga, the, the Amiga has been more or less done like that. I can't really see anything else uh, that could be done with that really. Um, the ST. I
0: mm, I don't think there's a yeah. There,
1: there, there is a market, but not enough of a market. So yeah. I think and the I same as
0: Amstrad too. I think it's in the same pullback as the Tarius T. Maybe. Yeah,
1: an Amstrad book, yeah. um, that I've seen. Um, you know, you have got all the popular ones. I've covered the Atari Eight Bit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: probably me and uh, a man Jamie Lalenzo that done the he done an Atari Eight Bit book. Other than that, there's nothing else. Yeah,
2: hein, <clears> yeah.
1: worth yep. mentioning. That cover, covers covers that stuff. Mm, mm, um, mm. you know, I just, I just have to say, and another thing, handhelds haven't been done really either. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Even though there is a few of them out there, there is there is a few uh, books out there, but not in the... Ma- See, this is what I'm saying. I'm looking at this content, and I've seen these arcade books. I've I've actually got books downstairs that have actual arcade games in them and kind of arcade games, but they're mixtured with console games. Yeah, that's right. All this stuff. <clears throat> and... I just wasn't happy with what they were doing. Yeah. Although it was correct, and you know, I mean, uh, the they included, I just wasn't happy as a gamer. To um, why do why aren't you putting all in? Why aren't you going all out on this? If you love these games so much, or you're such a fan of, you know, justify justification of you including the game in the first place, that you didn't smash it out of the ballpark. And in a way, and I hope this—I hope it does achieve this—that my books with the Atari Visual History, <clears throat> the of book, this next project, then uh, a Sega a Sega project, actually ups the ante or forces everybody else to up the ante. Yeah. In comparison to what I'm doing, and I'm not trying to set a bar here, raise a razor bar, but I I don't believe that they're given enough. Um, uh, input to the game, not input to the games, more uh, homage to the games. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, believe yeah. what they read. Really I, yeah,
0: I get what you mean. Yeah. I understand what you mean.
1: I don't care if the book takes two years to come out or three years to come out. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Anybody that's listening, that's going to be listening to this show, that wants to do their own computer books or they want to create their own uh, book, even if it's on Kindle and it's free or a PDF or whatever, there's loads of software out there to allow you to make this stuff uh make sure your content you, you, is researched make sure that you've done your best to you know get loads and loads of people to review the stuff don't be your own reviewer of your own product yeah, yeah. Give, give, it, give the text on let loads of people come back you know if they all say yeah that's brilliant and all that that's great um if they don't and they say well look i didn't understand this if this didn't make sense to me then just reward it and get the don't be afraid to let people see your content um put the time and effort in focus on what you believe do your research play the stuff give your personal expression to anything you do and believe it or not it'll be probably the best presented works that you know there's lots of people i've read stuff on and stuff is believing brilliant i love humor in 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 um i hate this diverse yeah, this is why this game didn't do well because yeah. XY and Z you know <clears throat> yeah, like like us gonna be arcade games or, like that game that we were talking about that was like Rust and the Aspinix, or whatever it's called. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: yeah. absolute mediocre, you're absolutely one hundred percent. But it's a curio- it's a curiosity. And I made the humor in referencing the sci fi yeah. <laughs> stuff yeah, in, in yeah. writer about the game. Um, so when you're reading, you're going to be there like that's ridiculous, yeah. That's <laughs> you know? And 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 that's got to do with the right. I could have just said, Yeah, why was this in here? It's it's completely off the wall, but I do it in a humorous manner mm-hmm. that it's uh, you know, you're, you're reading this,
0: yeah. You, <laughs> said, you, you, yeah, you, you want to be a lot harder than this, you can't everything so it's
1: all right, it's all it's all about you know the. What i got from it, and what the game is, is and what the games about and uh, all these type of things and i also as well yeah um one of the things i did uh, with a lot of the games later on in the book was introduce background and introduce some background to um uh we'll say for argument's sake one that i can sort of talk about it's uh, one of the fighting games mm-hmm. um it is uh samurai showdown mm-hmm. and believe it or not and this is crazy the characters in the game are based on real people oh what there you go i didn't know that there's actually um characters that are in in samurai showdown which is fantastic snk fighting game um actually has characters that actually were real people and did real things and i actually talk about that in the review of the game ah. i really telling people this but yeah i i think you know and also as well there's trivia in the game in a lot of the games where i talk about when they were all, all actually released by the month and stuff
2: oh. so
1: rather than just saying game was released in 1984. In, like, yeah yeah I'm actually saying March 5th, 1984. Mm -hmm. I actually went in to really, really pull all this information in with the game. So Mm -hmm. you're you're reading about the game, you're seeing all this mad stuff, and you're also finding out when this stuff originated from, because nobody knows, nobody cares when Mortal Kombat, what Pacific Day Mortal Kombat showed up, or the Pacific Day Street Fighter showed up. Mm -hmm. But it's in there for if you want to talk about something with somebody where it allows you enables you to have that information of extra mm-hmm. content that you can that you can share with other people that's right um, and it's not in any way condescending. it's not any way an upper man ship on the reader uh, it's not in any way um <clears throat> trying to look down you as a you should know this stuff you're an idiot uh none of that type <laughs> of stuff it's just sure arcade 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 so i really do hope that it um is successful i really do hope that people will love it as much as i i i do because i'm very very proud of the project i really really am proud uh, of it and i'm all about the communities i'm all about it's not believe me i tell you if it was about the money i i'd probably be now a business by now because i just would have took everything yeah um i think it's it, 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 it all I want to do is just hear people. And it was amazed. I was amazed with this, with the Atari book. Absolutely astonished. I have not had, you know, the book is out a year mm-hmm. funded last May. and I have yet to hear a negative review.
2: Oh, good. That's
1: on uh, Yeah, I actually have not had anybody even leave a review on my website or Facebook or whatever, turn around and say, this was rubbish. This was piss poor. Whatever it was, uh, you're always going to get critics, always. And I've yet, i have never heard them. And I'm mm. saying to myself, that can't be right. That that's not right. Everybody had. There, there has to be somebody out there that doesn't. That doesn't like uh, what I've done. Mm-hmm. Has to be. I haven't heard it, and, that, and that's the honest, swear to God, truth. I have not heard anybody come up. Uh, now, I'm sure if I put it up on Amazon, uh, it'd be a different story. That's probably where you would say
0: it. Yeah, of course. But, yeah. Uh,
1: reviews on the website. When when somebody purchases the book from the website or whatever, they get an email uh, with the order to ask them would they review the book when they're finished mm-hmm. on, on the review on the website. Obviously, it helps people decide on yeah. whether to purchase the book or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm not going to... I'm not going to hide that factor, and I'm incredibly transparent when it comes to all that. I if, if it's if it's it's something there to enable something else, I'm going to say, yeah, of course it's there for that. But, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't it not be? Um, but I I haven't had an negative review for it. now. As I said, the only complaints I should see with the Kind of book will probably be, you know, you should have included this, this game or that game. game yeah. Post stamp coverage and <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: uh, all yeah. the all this, it's in there, look, from what I've spoken about on this interview or the, the podcast is that people really don't understand the amount of work yeah.
2: that it takes
1: to composite this this stuff. This isn't a picture on a white background. This isn't, you know, believe it or not, the easiest part was the writing. That was the easiest okay. part. Wow. Um, and that was even ridiculous because how, how do you write about Tekken. how do you write about you know uh pole position how do you write about you know teenage mutant ninja turtles without mm-hmm. itself
2: yeah.
1: pathetic or you know you know that guy needs to get a life the geek the geekiness yeah. um or, or even talk about double dragon and stuff like yeah. that and all these things it's hard to 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 talk about these things without sounding like an idiot like a geek or whatever else yeah yeah I managed to do it, so the the rhymes are about it. So, if your favorite arcade game isn't in there, I want to apologise in advance that I didn't get it in, or um, I didn't know about it at the time. And then when I was making the decision, because there is so many games that I know of that yeah. I wanted to include. Well, you're I not going to please
0: can't. everybody, man. You're not going to please everyone.
1: I Absolutely. want I want to be able to do a global at least have uh-huh. one thing in there. Yeah. So, you can throw around i know there's going to be games in there especially the, especially the shoot 'em ups uh yeah. there was people asking me have you got this game or hey, "Fuck, he's talking about but what is this <laughs> yeah. game I, I don't know um and or didn't hear of and all as i said earlier on space invaders Uh, i, di- I didn't include space invaders in the book because been done to death i think everybody knows everything about space invaders yeah. now
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah uh, and Pac-Man was another one as well uh, that I didn't choose to include because, you know, being as popular as they are, um, I didn't feel that they were needed to be in. this. I wanted to dedicate the page to games that, you know, are a little bit more technically uh, prolific. And so, like Defender's not even in there. Yeah, it like going, That's gonna annoy people as well. Defender's not in there. Space Invaders, Pac-Man isn't in there. A big one um and maybe i shouldn't mention the saying nothing keep it i didn't even include donkey kong oh you probably had nintendo on your back anyway if you did that I would have, yeah, yeah yeah nintendo would have been all over me like a cheap suit over that yeah, it's probably
0: not even worth doing that yeah.
1: if they had had of heard or punch out and stuff like mm. that i know donkey kong was a classic and all don't get me wrong We've all the history that's attached with that with Bill Billy Mitchell and all those and coconuts over there that think they're
2: coconuts. they're living in their
1: own <laughs> living in their own far universe over there. I guess yeah. Um, but um, I I didn't include that stuff because again, this stuff has been done to death. Everybody knows about it. Everybody, right. you know, like there's nothing I could have brought new to the table on those games. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. So, so you'd anyway, I- rather bring yeah. something you didn't know about then something that you'd say, next page. Yeah. I don't want you to pages in the book. This is the beauty of it. I don't want you going, oh, here, psh, this is nah. boring. You, only, you, only, you only just want to read every page. I want yeah. you to stop and look and go, yeah. holy shit, look at all of this stuff. Yeah. yeah, That's the whole intention of it, you know? Yeah, cool. Right, Darren, so
0: you want, we'll wrap this
1: up. Um, yeah. Is
0: there anything else you want to say before we um, finish up?
1: I just like to thank everybody, uh, all the backers that have backed the book and, and made this possible. Without you guys, this stuff wouldn't be realised for all of us. It's not just me. Uh, I'm just the go between of creating the content, getting it packaged and delivered to you. With you know, what I mean, you you guys made this, and anybody that is concerned or you know sitting on the fence about backing the book, that that's perfectly fine as well. I don't. You know, I do not I don't wanna hold anybody gun, but if you're a fan of arcade games and you loved this stuff as much as Darren and myself do and retro domination and the arcade perfect podcast do, then you know, it's going to be a once off. That, that and that's not a sales pitch angle. This that won't be if this book doesn't get funded, you know, obviously that's gonna set us back. We're gonna try and do it again and hopefully it'll get funded that way, but there'll be less risk taken in relation to the items that would help raise the book so that will make it more difficult for us to If it was just say the book and maybe one pledged here you know Mm -hmm. that everybody could get involved it's going to take longer to raise the money which can in turn stop it but look it looks like it's doing really well it looks like we're definitely on a winner here that it will fund and i hope it does because i really can't wait for everybody to have this in their hands if you're, if you're deciding to go on the fence the book is a once off it's not going to be um, something that's going to come out later and sooner now, I do get it that there was a lot of video game related books released recently uh, on Kickstarter I backed one or two of them uh, so I, I get that it's a lot of money going out to these people to support the projects which again I'm 1000% grateful for uh, you guys make it happen, it's all about the end of the day, you guys getting the the content that you need, and if I can make it and do it, I'm doing it for you guys, and I absolutely love to do it. Um, but uh, if you if you could go to, I'm sure there will be a link to the Kickstarter there project. Will there will be. Um, for for this, that you know, come and check us out. Have a look at the video. Look at how pathetic guy look on on camera talking <laughs> nonsense uh, about these classic arcade games. Um. And hopefully, we'd lo- I'd love to see you there as a backer and be there to get the updates and stuff. Because what I'm going to be doing through the the process of when we fund is I'll be I'll be getting imagery of the things that are happening with printers and when I start to receive the merchandise that people have back, we'll get to see videos of this and sort of like a diary video diary of. From, from when when we fund to to when we deliver and stuff like that. So it should be really good. So I really want to engage with with, uh, with the backers and the audience, not just as somebody that you don't know, but as sort of like a friend that you can say, oh, geez, Darren's up again, see what he's doing today and all this type of stuff. I don't, I, I, I want to break any barriers that are there. So uh, check us out, come check out the book. We'd love to have you on board. We'd love to have you as a backer. Uh, there's loads and loads of pledges still available uh, that people can get with the book if they want. If there's posters, bespoke-designed posters that were designed exclusively for this, of wallets, you know, money wallets, arcade-related video game wallets, mm-hmm. which it was a brilliant, I, I think it was a genius joke, and it's a world-first as well. Nobody's ever done a wallet with a book.
2: So, That's cool.
1: Um, also, as well, there's an amazing bespoke a 90 centimeter by 90 centimeter cushion Hmm. which has bespoke imagery that's used on the poster Uh, extremely exclusive uh stuff again all original artwork none of this is being copied or replicated uh from anywhere else um and if you're you know willing to go beyond the call of duty uh to help with the project we have the arcade, the ultimate arcader combo set which is everything uh plus your name in the book uh signed by me i i signed the book and you get a three millimeter hard slip back case for the book now it is an expensive pledge because based on the cost to produce the 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 content with the book um uh so you know hopefully you know that will be something that you might be interested in doing it is a lot of money but it, it it allows us to get very much closer to the to the the finish line. So I just want to thank everybody. I want to thank Darren, uh, you yourself, Percy, for inviting me on uh, yeah, well the I'm podcast. It, it, it's a fantastic podcast. It really is, and I enjoy listening to you guys. And I also uh, love to see you when well. you are all together, giving out about each other and. <laughs> Stuff like that and conflicts of interest of whose games best, right? Isn't it? <laughs> it, it, it? It's the only way. It's a yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a brilliant way of doing. I think that's one thing I'll say about the 21st century: the connectivity for us to be able to do what we're doing now. Yeah. Like you're in Australia. I'm in I'm in Dublin, Ireland.
2: Yeah,
1: dick unheard of. Um, so yeah, you know, I want to thank you for inviting me on that. Uh Definitely be in touch with any other ongoing projects um you know we'll, we'll have to do some sort of collaboration i think
0: i think so uh, too, man.
1: uh i think I'd, lo- I'd love to be able to do that uh with you guys and just you know bring bring it all together bring the communities all together bring everybody you know that feels that you know they're isolated from this thing bring them all in and uh, bring them in inside to, to the fire so uh yeah just uh, thanks for having me on the show. I uh, really appreciate it. Uh, hopefully it won't be the last. Um, nah. Even if it is unrelated to the book, I'd have no problem maybe coming on. And reviewing and the game. Uh, re- yeah, reviewing the game may come yeah. on as a guest yeah, man. speaker. And uh, I, I, I am a terrible person for uh, uh, for a sense of humour. It's all offside sort of sense of humour. Um, <laughs> These guys if I if they are saying something that I don't agree with they, they, will be dismantled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they will be dismantled. Um so yeah, definitely you know, definitely would be I'd definitely be up at that for some stage. Cool mate. But the cool, moment I literally have so much work on, it's not even funny, but it's gonna be all worth it, hopefully.
0: I'm sure you I'm sure you're gonna I'm sure you're gonna make it, man yeah thanks thank you so much for um for jumping on and um yeah we should leave it at that thanks for everyone that's been listening in it's been it's been a really great chat actually it was really good and it's and i love that i just i also learned so much from this this interview so it's great it was a lot of fun man and um and like 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 you said I'm, i'm sure we'll we'll chat again very soon
1: oh, absolutely absolutely yeah and yeah. I, I, I apologize that if we did go over long darren will probably have to edit this down a little bit nah,
0: it'll stay it's gonna stay for two hours we, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna release it as, as a single episode now so
1: double <laughs> special it. edition dvd uh, yeah. uh, set. <laughs> um, yeah apologies for going over so long that's okay <clears throat> um, do apologize a lot of listening, this were probably clean shaven before you started and now probably <laughs> nice five o'clock shadow now after all of that thanks for having me darren um it's been it's been brilliant as usual with you guys uh definitely would like to do something which is in the future uh come on to one of the shows maybe and have a chat and we'll do all that that we'll we'll we'll,
0: we'll organize something soon So, all all right thanks everyone thanks for listening in and um our next podcast will um is something different again tagster and i will be doing an a to z of um, obscure and favorite arcade games so we're not reviewing we're sort of reviewing we'll be talking about like you know maybe some home ports but th- th- these are games that don't have many ports you know many home ports so we thought would give them some love so that'll be our next show so stay tuned all right guys thank you very much bye